What's up, everybody? Welcome to the X Button Podcast. Today is October. Ooh. Ooh. Spooky month. October 10th, 2021. I'm your host, Jordan. And uh, we're here to talk about some Switch OLED action because it's been a busy weekend, let me tell you. Um, over the next three episodes, I will be covering Far Cry 6, so look out for that. And Metroid Dread, so look out for that as well. And, and of course, today is a special day. We get to talk about a new console, the Switch OLED, a new model made by Nintendo, um, updating the existing Switch format to something a little bit more prettier. Uh, not much or not at all more powerful, and um, yeah, it's a uh, a decent upgrade if you are into bigger and better uh, hardware, which is, you know, I'm definitely that guy. I'm that guy, pal. So, how's everybody doing? It's fucking Monday, of course. It's a new week, though, you know, and it's, we're one step closer to Halloween, and yeah, it's real spooky. Ooh, we gotta do something kind of uh, special for Halloween or something. We gotta find some type of thing to... To celebrate maybe uh, scariest moments in video games. What is what is the scariest things we played? What is uh, maybe put up a video on our YouTube channel that has no videos right now of uh, all the boys playing some phasmophobia or something. You know, get in the spirit of Halloween and uh, celebrate this bad boy because there's not many ways to celebrate with COVID going on and being an adult uh, and living in an area where I doubt we'll get a lot of Chris or trick or treaters or whatever. So. You know, it's all good. Either way, uh, you know, we got two other fucking holidays if you celebrate them and we'll just keep on moving. The world will keep on moving. But so this weekend was a busy weekend for your boy. What did I play? Well, let me tell you, I played Switch OLED and I got my impressions on that slash review for this episode. And I go over in depth everything I like, everything I dislike and uh, my experience with the Switch OLED over the weekend. Uh, and then I also played Far Cry 6, which I'm giving my impressions probably tomorrow on that. I'll probably give Metroid Dread another day because I think I have my summation of Far Cry 6 already wrapped up in my head. I already know where that's going to go. So uh, expect Far Cry 6 probably, to, probably tomorrow. And Metroid Dread uh, will be Wednesday. And I'll, I'll go over in-depth on things I've been like experiencing with that game. Uh, and I'll talk a little bit about today because it's kind of related to the Switch OLED in a way, but um, we'll talk about that. What have I been watching? I have been watching nothing. Nothing at all. Yeah, nothing. Uh, what have I been listening to? What have I been What have I been doing elsewhere, man? I've just, this whole weekend, you know, I had the extra day off and uh, got some good food. Hung out with family a lot. My grandma was in town. I got to go visit her. And uh, yeah, it was very... Uh, very nice spending a lot of time with the family. Played a lot of pool with my brothers. And uh, let's just say... Let's just say I'm mean with the sticks. Ayo! I mean with the sticks. Ayo! Because uh, they all got bodied. I beat my dad. I beat Jim, my brother. I beat Jay, my other brother. It was a, it was a massacre on the pool table. And, you know, it's... I'm just getting warmed up. I just got to get better and better. And... Because uh, I'm not going to lie, when I first got back on it, I haven't played pool in so long, they were fucking me up. And let me tell you, let me tell you, it's bothering me. So uh, thank God they don't have uh, ping pong there. I'd rather I'd rather play that, but I know uh, it's a little bit more crazy to kind of manage with the ping pong ball and a bunch of people there. I don't know. Anyways, so 
let's get let's just get right into the nitty gritty, as I usually say, because there's not a lot to um, go over outside of the switch in this episode. I'm saving the rest of my impressions for everything else, like I said, for the next two episodes. So look out for those. And let's just get right into it. Let me let me check my notes because I had some notes written down about the Switch OLED. And I kind of want to go grab it real quick. Let me grab it. Okay, I'm back with my uh, Switch OLED. And I kind of want to start off with my whole experience on how this went down. So they announced the Switch OLED. And my first impressions were, this is unnecessary. That was definitely my first impression. Like, this is when they announced it. Uh, you know, it kind of came out at a time where... A lot of people were expecting a 4K switch, so seeing that as a reveal for this was like, okay, we had higher expectations than just this, and um, we were just expecting more, you know? And we were like, who is is this console for? And uh, even as I'm playing on it, I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) It's for people like me. Like, I, I really like bigger and better visuals, especially as I'm getting older. I feel like my eyes are just fucking messing with me a lot, so... I feel like bigger screens and OLED displays and things that are um, more crisp and clear are definitely better for my eyes personally. But to the average consumer, to the average consumer, sorry, um, I don't think this is a a ginormous um, deal to a lot of people until you get your hands on it. And and that's a different story, and I'll get to that in a minute. So um, they announced it, and my first impression was, this is dope. I'm excited that it's happening. I can't wait to see it in person. And I wonder if it's going to be, um, you know, just the screen and, and, and are there going to be any better things? And then it came out that there's no performance upgrade. It's just screen and a couple other small features, quality of life features. And to be honest, for a, such a great system as a Nintendo Switch, a quality of life upgrade is not a, the worst thing in the world. So I was like, okay. And then, you know, they announced the price is $350, $50 more than the standard Switch. And it being not such an incremental upgrade, I was like, okay, it. I can kind of see how, like, if you're looking at a stock switch, $300, or a OLED switch for $50 more, what is that value there? Because you're getting the same console, just one has a better screen. So, like, what is that pro, quote-unquote, version of the switch? Like, just like when the, the PS4 Pro came out, um, a lot of people wrote it off as, like, it's just another... It's just an incremental upgrade. It's not necessary. A lot of people didn't care for it. Um, me, being a little bit tech savvy, I was kind of like, okay, this is going to give you, um, hopefully, more 60 frames per second. You know, better performance overall. The performance is what I got the PS4 Pro for. And it's kind of like the give and take of what upgrades you're getting in different incremental system upgrades. And ever since, you know, the PS4 Pro or the uh, the Slims and all that, all these incremental Half-Life steps uh, have come out, I didn't really see, you know, this OLED upgrade as a complete problem. I didn't think it was like uh, such a crime to do since we had already gotten things like it in the form of like a PS4 Pro is like the best example I can think of. Uh, And then you have obviously Xbox uh, S, which is a smaller version. Then you have the Xbox One X, which is a more powerful Xbox One. So getting these incremental upgrades are just commonplace now. And it's not really that jarring for my brain to understand so once i got all that out of the way i was like okay let me see if i can even get a pre-order because in this day and age if you don't get a pre-order you're fucked i'm sure a lot of people still don't have ps5s or xbox series anything or the switch oled like and some people were struggling to get standard switches over the over the pandemic so it's understandable that these things are limited quantity 
bottom line. So I was like, okay, let me try to get a pre, uh, pre-order. <clears throat> I go to a GameStop, the one I typically go to, and they didn't have any more. And I was like, okay, you know, whatever. It's not the total loss. I'm not like clamoring for this new Switch. I was like, all right, whatever. I- I'll live without it. But on my way home, I was like, well, there's another GameStop closer to my house because I, you know, I did. I went to the one near my work. And I was like, oh, let me go there. Let me try there. I go there. They have, uh, they have white switches, Switch OLED pre-orders available. And I was like, oh, dope as fuck. So I got the last white switch pre-order there. I was like, fuck yeah. And then uh, he was like, yeah, we, get, we still have some more color Joy-Con ones um, available for pre-order. And I was like, yeah, those aren't going to go as fast as the white ones. Because the white ones are new. The other ones are just the same. Uh, I think they're neon colored. One, it's the same Joy-Cons that we had before. The white ones are new, only found on the Switch OLED white version. So um, I was trying to get that one because it's more limited or whatever. Because at the end of the day, if this system was like not what I kind of expected, I could just sell it. So I was like, whatever. Um, anyways, I get the pre-order in. I was like, dope. And then I wait for it to come out, basically. There's, you know, there's nothing else to that. Uh, once it came out, I took the day off work just because there was a lot of shit going on. You got Far Cry, you got Metroid, you got... Uh, the Switch OLED, and I kind of wanted to capture that experience, especially on Instagram, and just like uh, have a day to myself because I also haven't taken off work in a while, and I was just like, let me just have a day to myself and just sit down and enjoy some games and relax and and just chill. Because um, as you've heard, I've worked overtime so much. Anyways, so I uh, I'll go pick it up. My first impressions were, okay, the box is actually kind of small compared to the other one because um, the launch switch is what I had. That's what I'm upgrading from. I'm upgrading from, a six, I think it's a 16 gig or 30. I don't know what the gigs were back then. Um, a standard switch, a launch switch. I think I got a month or two after it launched. And then I haven't upgraded to the newer model with the better battery. Um, I didn't do any of that, those type of incremental upgrades. And then this one came along and I was like, okay, I'm getting the better battery and the better screen. So this jump was a lot bigger for me uh, and a little bit more warranted of an upgrade than some people who probably have the better battery one. And those are the ones with the red boxes. If you have one with a red, fully red box, it's the one with the better battery. Um, there you go. So uh, I unbox it. The first thing I notice is the white Joy-Cons. That's for sure, because it's just right in your face. And then you got the big screen um, sitting there right below it. So I noticed the white Joy-Cons. And um, one thing that I want to get across on this console, sadly, is it does not... Um, and there was a recent article that came out uh, recently. Uh, from Straight from Nintendo, that was basically like, the Joy-Con Drift is here to stay, and it's not going anywhere. Because there's not really a fix for Joy-Con Drift or analog stick drift in any form. Just because it's a um, common thing with consoles, my my DualSense for my PS5 does it, so it's it's kind of hard to uh, to dodge those things. And you know, older controllers do it. All controllers will run into that at some point in their lifetime, so it's not impossible. At the very least, that <clears throat> at the very least, it's great that this console, uh, just in its natural design, is made to swap out Joy Cons and you know shit like that. So the console's not dead if you just. I guess I guess it kind of might be if you have a, a Nintendo Switch Lite, but a standard Switch doesn't really have an issue with those kind of things. And even the even the Joy Cons I have now, the dark gray ones, I popped them on my new OLED, and I was using those because they have a slight drift on them, but they're not enough to like, you know, 
fuck you over while you're playing. It just kind of does it here and there, sometimes in menus. Um, my neon ones are full drift. They they do not play around. If you lightly hit up on any of the sticks, it, it you'll be scrolling up a menu the whole time and not making any progress in whatever you're playing. So the those are fucked. And it sucks because you can't buy that exact pair. I could probably buy it like on eBay or something or used somewhere, but the left blue, uh, right red one, neon red colors... Those are uh, exclusive to that launch switch or that um, neon version of the switch. If you buy those neon Joy-Cons in their own retail box, uh, the left is red and the right is blue. It's not the biggest deal in the world and it doesn't really matter that much. It's not like these are more limited but uh, or more rare rather, but they are more limited than the other colors. Anyways, uh, so I've, I'm no stranger to Joy-Con drift at all. It happens on switches, and um, it's a fair warning to anybody trying to buy a new switch. It could happen, and it most likely it will happen. Uh, as I've said, I've I've experienced it in multiple Joy Cons, and I even had a pair that I sold or threw away or some shit a long time ago that ran into the same issue. So, yeah, I, I'm no stranger to it. It happens a lot. Um, anyways, the uh, where was I? Oh yeah, the white Joy Cons, and then. The screen, while it was off, I was like, I could already see the size of it. Because you can clearly see the border on the standard Switch because it's an LCD screen. Uh, it kind of, it, when it's in its off state, it kind of looks like it's a grayish, different type of tone from the border. Simply because it's a screen inset behind like a, a part of, like a piece of plastic or whatever. So that's why when you turn it on, it looks like there's depth to the screen a bit. Because it's it's literally designed that way. It's a LCD screen with like a uh, picture like a glass pane over it, but it's plastic. The OLED, however, is like if you take a piece of paper and put it up against the window, that's what it looks like. It looks like perfect picture, um, and like I don't know. That, that's basically what I'm getting at. So when it's off state, since it's no no space in between the glass and the screen, it is black pure black because that's how OLED screens are so I noticed how dark and like like how dark it's off state looks and I was like that's pretty cool then I noticed that the bezel is like a glossy black now instead of the um like matte finish black um I'm trying to find a way I guess it's just like a plastic black on the old one now that I'm looking at it and um so it feels quality, and then I feel the back, and that's, that's when you kick into the, no pun intended, the kickstand, where the kickstand is made of metal now, and it takes up the full bottom half of the back of the switch, so there's a lot more sturdiness, there's even like a kind of a cutout for a, a charger of some sort, it looks like. Not one that you can use out of the box, because a standard cable will still block the port, and, um, but it looks like you can like lay it back enough to where you might be able to charge it while you're playing on the tabletop mode, which I, which is actually kind of dope. Because um, you can lay it down pretty flat, to be honest. Like, f- fucking crazy, crazy uh, angles with that kickstand. And honestly, the build of it, it's like a metal piece. It feels like it. Uh, so it's like a crispy, a crispy matte feel to it. So it feels quality. The whole unit screen part feels like... Uh, way more premium quality, which is awesome, uh, especially coming from Nintendo where they're known to make kind of like the clunky standard switch. And, uh, you know, the, the DS is they, they're all typically clunky until they made that, 
new 3ds uh, xl that was like nice and solid it was like a brick it felt premium that kind of feel so these later in uh switch consoles they tend to go a little bit more on the premium side and this oled is no different the joy cons are cool i feel so hesitant about trying them out or using them on the daily because i don't want to get joy con drift and my gray ones work fine so that's another dilemma i'm having but first world problems whatever the weight of it too it feels heavier and i think it is by a little bit but it's uh it feels that's another thing that kind of gives it that premium feel it feels like a heavier unit compared to the other one uh then i turned it on and oh boy so it starts off and it shows the nintendo logo and unlike the other one where you turn it on and you can kind of see the backlight of the lcd turn on this is an OLED screen where you get a different experience with the, the lighting and stuff on it. So instead of all that happening, OLED typically when it's uh, black screens, it doesn't light up any any of the pixels. It's just black. That's what makes OLED a little better. The blacks are like definitely darker than a standard LCD. So it just popped up the Nintendo logo. I was like, oh my God you know it looks it looks like the nintendo logo just popped up in the middle of this whole thing it's it's very small very small detail what i'm trying to explain but uh basically the blacks are awesome the blacks are awesome on the screen and they make it they make all the dark parts of like certain games even better um but i feel like i'm, I'm getting off so i'll turn it on i notice how crispy the screen is the reds everything is saturated to shit or contrasted as shit i'm not sure what's the right word i guess saturated would be the right word and you know it's it's obviously that's the biggest selling point of the switch is the oled screen because it's literally called the switch oled and just from that experience from me turning it on every time i turn it on and i turned it on a bunch over the weekend every time i even just turned on the screen to get that like startup screen where it has the the three news panels on the left and just hit a to unlock to the home it blew my mind every time. I was like, "Oh my god, the colors! It just looks so crisp." Uh, the, the you know, the blacks look great. The saturation, everything put together in this package makes it immediately worth it, in my opinion. But let me go on. <clears throat> then, obviously, the size of the screen is a lot bigger. I believe it's a seven-inch screen coming from a uh, stock six-point-two-inch screen on the normal switch which doesn't sound like a big upgrade but when you're holding it in your hands man it, it is uh experience experience changing like when i looked at my switch i never knew that these kind of things would enhance it that much or that even nintendo would go that route because you know sony sony just straight up launched the vita with an oled screen and that was a whole different experience in itself this one is a bigger oled screen than that and it's like it's phenomenal, you know. <laughs> it's it's shocking how how well it works and feeling it out and about as you're like going through the day. <clears throat> like I went to my parents' house a couple times and played it over there. Um, chilled at home, played it here. We just brought it places, you know. Gave gave it that good old experience over the weekend and uh, every just every time I turn it up, shocked, amazed. Um, obviously, games are going to play better, so that's not a that's not a thing. But if you're going to enhance the standard Switch without enhancing performance or making a full new console and fuck with like backwards compatibility and stuff, this is a, a solid upgrade so far that I've been really liking. 
And it doesn't just come with those features, by the way. There's a, there is also a LAN port on the dock now. So obviously, in my attempt to transfer everything over, I had to hook both up, went through the process. The process was super simple. I think it just transfers all your save data and like your core system data that you downloaded for each game. So each game, all you have to do is download the game or put in the cart, and it'll have all the information it needs to play like it does on your standard switch so the, the transfer process was actually very easy um and using the land port to download a bunch of stuff made it made it way faster than doing it on wi-fi because i did download some stuff on wi-fi at first and i don't know if it's just my wi-fi I'm, obviously this is going to change per person but i started downloading and it, it was going fine and then i did it on the on the land of course and you know this isn't the newest feature it definitely you could buy adapters in the past to kind of do this as well. So if you have a standard switch, you can definitely get an adapter still and have the same experience. So that's not a full-on selling point for this console, but it definitely is a benefit that it's just built into the dock and you can just plop it on there. It's laying and boom. I have not tried it online yet and I'll probably will before bed. So I'll, I'll, I'll come back with some impressions tomorrow about that. Apparently the, uh, apparently the speakers on this console are supposed to be better. I haven't noticed a strong difference in, in both consoles. I haven't really had to, a chance to one by one sit down with each and like listen very closely. But overall, my just from my memory and just standard experience of me playing, it de doesn't feel like a dramatic upgrade in the sense of sound. So d don't go in thinking that's going to be a big selling point. And then on top of that, there is also the ability to change uh the screen i guess coloring from vivid to standard so if you want the standard colors because one thing this switch does is out of the box it's set to vivid and that kind of gives you that more saturated pop color to the screen and i think either way the console is going to look great because it's an oled screen you kind of can't go wrong with that but i think uh keeping it on vivid for me was like better i just liked colors popping and it definitely is noticeable when you're looking at other games uh, especially playing on standard the whole time on the old switch so that is an option just in case like you get on here and you're like i love the screen but all the colors are like super red super black super white super red you know green whatever the fuck um but that is an option a weird one but it's there so to summarize the positives you get a beautiful seven inch oled screen um Obviously, you get the LAN port, you get the kickstand, which is actually very, very vital. It actually makes, and with the combination of the screen size, it makes tabletop mode more enjoyable. It makes playing with other people more enjoyable, more realistic, because the other screen was so small that I remember crowding around a desk around, you know, at work or like with family at different gatherings or whatever. And I was just like, we can't really play Smash because it's like... You know, the screen is so fucking small. This one's actually big enough to where you can sit a little bit further back and actually still see it. Obviously, the colors are popping more. It's brighter. Um, it's just all in all an amazing experience. And I think that's the biggest selling point so far. Uh, as I said, you can get a land port on anything else. And it still uses the same Joy-Con, so there's nothing new there. So if you're going to get a Switch, here's my thing. If you're getting a Switch for like a younger uh, person, a kid or something, I wouldn't recommend getting them this one. Simply because the smaller screen would work out better. They seem to be more durable. This one seems durable, but it seems like it is a premium 
more adult oriented piece of tech similar to like an iPad or uh, you know an iPhone just like things like that they're built in nice and tight and uh, there's a lot of metal and different materials going on it feels like a premium product you don't really want a kid to kind of like fuck up especially with it being $50 more it might be a little bit more of like a crunch to your wallet if you if they do mess it up however if obviously if you think they're right for it, they're right for it. But I think this mainly will benefit people who have bad eyesight, uh, who want a premium experience, uh, even if it's just Switch. Obviously, this is like, you know, like I said, Nintendo teams tends to skew more younger in its demographic. But um, obviously, they have a more teenage to, to adult range fan base as well with Smash and... Um, obviously all the other games on there. I think that this console is made for them, the older crowd who want a better experience or people who just play multiplayer with people because just like I said, the tabletop mode is vital. That kickstand goes so far back so you can just stand up and play it on a table or you can um, sit it on a platform without it without having any worry of it falling over. The old Switch had one point of contact with that small kickstand and it was garbage i mean let's be real it was not the sturdiest it was, it was made out of plastic uh you slightly push the the switch while it's on there and it feels like it's going to fall over or it does fall over or it just pops off because it's made of plastic this one is a lot more sturdy it seems like they did a lot more quality of life upgrades to this and uh i think overall i highly recommend it to anybody needing or wanting a new switch and they plan on experiencing things like metroid dread or any quality experience in a handheld form. Uh, I think if you're doing it only in docked mode or you play, a, you, you picture or you do play a, a lot in docked mode, I can't really say it's worth it. But if you are like one of the people who will play in docked and then kind of pop it off and, you know, play in their bed or go somewhere and play it handheld, I like me, like that's pretty much what I do. I don't really, I'm not fully handheld, but this has definitely encouraged me to play more handheld because that screen is so beautiful. And I think it's it's only going to make future games even better, you know? And then, the, like I said, the improved dock with LAN. So if you're trying to play like Smash or something online, it's a better option. I mean, you can't really deny it. So overall, final comments. Absolutely love it. I'm, my personal experience has been overwhelmingly positive. Uh, actually, more surprising that I, I liked it this much because because it's just a screen upgrade in my head. And I mean, that's really the only benefit I'm getting out of it, but it's such a benefit that I'm like, I want to play it more in handheld. I want to play the switch more in general, let alone, I have a reason to with Metroid dread. So I know for a fact that Metroid dread on this system looks phenomenal. It, it does a lot of transitions and the loading screen. And, uh, obviously the darkness of some of the caverns you're walking through is pure black. So it, just, it, it makes the colors pop like beautifully. And I think that was worth the price of admission. I will say though, <clears throat> if you have a newer, better battery switch that came out like a year or two ago or a year ago, uh, I wouldn't say it's the biggest upgrade from that outside of the screen, obviously. But um, you, you at that point would only really be paying for the screen since the... Um, you know, since the land port is built in or whatever. All, overall, I, I keep saying overall, but overall, let me end this. Highly recommend it. I absolutely love it. 
If you're going to buy a Switch just out of pocket and you don't have one, highly recommend 100% this version because $50 more, you're getting a dramatic experience upgrade to this that I don't think certain things will hit right on the standard Switch, especially if you're kind of coming in thinking, I'm going to get this shiny new toy. You might as well get the shiniest and the newest. And it's it's a dramatic upgrade, especially from the launch Switch that warrants the price of admission. And I think I've said that enough on this podcast. I'm going to end it there. Thank you guys for listening. Switch OLED has been awesome. And I will be back tomorrow to talk about Far Cry 6. And then on Wednesday, I will be talking about Metroid Dread. So look out for both of those. And I will see you guys tomorrow.